Hey, y'all. It's T from the Christian Gals Podcast. Today is Testimony Tuesday, and y'all already know what time it is. Time for some testimonies. All right, y'all. Before we get started, let's start with a prayer. Righteous Father, in the name of Jesus, God, thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for giving us a mind to pray. God, I ask, Lord Jesus, that you allow Angela and I's testimony to bless somebody, Lord God, to touch somebody, to encourage somebody, Lord God. I ask, Lord God, that you have your way. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. All right, y'all. So let's get into it. So last Monday morning, I was getting ready to go into work. And I was preparing to send a text out to everybody in my contacts about some upcoming church events at my church. Which reminds me, I attend House of Deliverance Church, y'all. Again, the name is House of Deliverance Church. And the address is 9355 St. Charles Rock Road with a zip code of 63114. Again, the address is 9355 St. Charles Rock Road with a zip code of 63114. And this Friday, July 28th, we're having a youth revival at 7 p.m. and all are welcome. And we're having a dance explosion on August 5th at 2 p.m. Feel free to come out and bring your family as well to both of the events. We would definitely love to have you. So, yeah. So I was preparing to send out my text on last Monday morning and I was getting ready to send a text out to my coworker. Now, I've talked to my coworker before about God. Like he has expressed to me how much like he loves God and he believes in God. So I was like, why not invite him to church, you know? And I asked him, did he have a church that he goes to? And he said no. And I was like, okay, so I'll just invite him to mine. So I had invited him to my church in the past. But when I invited him, he was kind of like, yeah, I have to see. And usually when people say that, that basically means like no. And I knew that it meant no because he never inquired about the church again. So last Monday morning, I was kind of like, man, God, is it something about me that makes him not want to come to my church? You know, because as Christians, we want to make sure that we're being like really good representations of Christ. And that when people see us, they should see Christ. They should see God. They should see God within us. And that's like my biggest thing. And I was like, Lord, I was just praying last Monday morning. I was like, Lord, I hope that he does see you within me. Because, you know, I'm saying that I'm a Christian and that I serve Christ and that I follow Christ. But if he can't or not just him, if others can't see your hand upon my life or see you on me, then it's like, man, like, dang, I I must be doing something wrong. So I was praying last Monday morning and. I got to work and actually a lot of things happened with my coworker. This young man was actually going through quite a bit of things this day, but I came to work and I was, you know, doing my job and whatnot. And he came in later. And when I saw him, I was like, hey, um, I texted you like I sent you the flyers 
for some events at my church. Did you get them? And he was like, no, my number changed. And I was like, oh, okay. And since he was going through a lot, I didn't want to ask him for his number because I was just like, I didn't know where he was, like mentally, you know? So I was just like, yeah, no, I'm just going to leave it alone. So later on, I go to my other job. I go to another job. And when I went to my other job, I get a call from my boss. Now, this is my boss of the first job that I was at. So, and the first job is where the coworker is that I was just talking about. So now, fast forward, I'm at my second job. I get a call from my boss and he says, T, you won't believe what just happened. And I was like, what happened? And he was like, my boss said, the coworker had asked for my phone number. And at first I was like, oh Lord, what's going on? My coworker, he was going through a lot of stuff that day. So I was kind of nervous that he had asked for my number because I'm like, what is he about to say to me? He asked for my number and I gave him a number. And when he texted me, his text message had said, hey T, it's so-and-so. I would like to come to those events at your church. And when I tell you, I was like, what? But it really didn't dawn on me right then and there. I just went ahead and sent him the flyers and sent him the text and information. And that was that. But it didn't dawn on me until later because there was so much that happened that day last Monday. But it didn't dawn on me till later that I literally prayed to God like that. Heal not just him, but that others will see you on me, that others will see you whenever when they see me, I want them to see God. I was just praying about that. And I was like, man, is it something that I'm doing wrong that makes him not want to come to my church? Or when I invite people to come to church, they it makes them hesitant, you know? And I just think that's a blessing that he turned around and even asked for my number just to get the information to come to the events. Now, I don't know if he's going to come. He may or he may not. I pray he does. But I just thank God for answering prayers because I had to slow down. I didn't realize it until later on in the day that I was like, whoa, wait a minute, God, you just answered a prayer of mine. And I thank I thank God. I thank God for I thank God for listening. I thank God for hearing me. And I just want to encourage somebody on today that God will hear you. God will hear you. He may not answer when you think he should answer, but he is always on time. And when I tell you always, I mean always. A lot of times we wait. We want quick responses from God. We want God to respond now, but we need to know that God don't work on our time, but we work on his. We have to wait and be patient, but God will show up on time. He may not come when you want him to, but he is always on time. He's an on-time God. And I encourage somebody, try Jesus, try Jesus on today. Ask him for something, pray about something and watch him show up. Amen. Hallelujah, T. Oh, like this is so beautiful and it's so important. Just how much is important for us as Christians, not as the title, but as our way of faith. 
with Christ, to represent Christ through us, okay? Because we have, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And when we come to others who don't know God or who's trying to seek God, we got to represent Christ, okay? And T, beautiful testimony. And, you know, I pray for him too to come to these events. And I also pray for God to lead me to the, to those events also. So with that being said, you know, honestly, let's start from the beginning. Since I was born, I've had a lot of problems with sleeping. I had a lot of sleeping complications. I don't have, uh, well, I'm about to skip over. I thought I have I've been having a lot of sleep paralysis where I can't move, I can't breathe, I can't, my muscles kind of tense up. And I'll be having these episodes, I could have like five, up to five, seven of them in like, in a matter of 20 minutes. And I mean, they're short, like it could last from 20 seconds up to a minute. But I would have these every single day since I was like born, okay? I had seizures when I was younger, when I was around two or three. And then it went away, and then I just, all of a sudden, I just, as long as I can rem- remember, I think started at six. That's when I can remember, you know, say I have consciousness over the world at <laughs> six, six years old. I remember I just started having these sleep paralysis every single day. And I will also have problems with staying awake throughout the day. And it has gotten worse and worse throughout the years. And finally, this year, y'all, this year has been the most um troubling for me health wise i not only have problems sleep complications but i also got health problems with my nutrition i got really bad acid reflux um also you could say gastritis where everything basically everything i eat causes an acid reflux or some sort of like i also have some, a few allergic reactions but typically acid reflux even when i don't eat it happens so there's certain foods I can't, there's a lot of foods I can't eat that's high in the city. Now, you know, most foods are like really high in the city. I can eat very few foods. It's very thin because my, the line in my chest is, 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 is it, ain't, it, it ain't working properly no more. So anyways, up until this year, I have been, I haven't been taking care of myself. Uh, not as much as I needed to be. I strictly need to. Like, I can't eat like everybody else. I can't do this like everybody else. I'm like literally kind of set apart when it comes to my eating situation because I have really bad chest problems, acid reflux. So I had to eat certain foods. I had to do this, to do that, all that case. So I can't, you know, I can't, I can't hang with y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I have been ignoring that. And it started happening, this acid reflux been starting happening in high school. I've been having it since I, in freshman year, all the way up to now. I have not been taking care of myself. God has been putting up front this year that, look, you got to take care of yourself. This is what's going on with you. And when I tell you it's been so hard this year, you know, health-wise, eating-wise, brain-wise, it has it has taken a huge toll. Like, everything was hurting I couldn't eat. I barely was eating. I barely was sleeping because these um, sleep paralysis was kicking me, man. I couldn't I couldn't stay awake. Then these food problems, I couldn't eat nothing. Even if I don't eat nothing, it still hurts. Like, you know, I was on medication. I had to take myself out of off of that medication because it wasn't, it was actually kind of making it worse. Um, took it off, took myself off, went back to the same situation. So I was I'm I'm everywhere, okay? I'm in just see I'm in, I'm just in this season of, you know, dealing with what I I reap what I saw. You know, I should have took in and in, in consideration how I am limited now. Starting with my sleep paralysis, 
you know, that was the first thing that God has put on my heart. And that's because um, my cousin had let it be known, like, hey, you need to go to the doctor and talk about this because, you know, this is this doesn't sound like no regular sleep paralysis. So I, you know, through God, God had just talked to my cousin to just figure this out, to make me figure this out instead of ignoring it for all my entire life, thinking it's just, I don't know, some. So, you know, you know, I was just praying to God. I said, God, I said, I need you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what's going on. I just hope, you know, we find justice in my brain, <laughs> you know? Fast forward, I took some sleep studies, you know what I'm saying, for a couple of days. I went back home. Finally, you know, I get, I talked to my doctor. The test results came in and they said that I was completely normal. Everything is great. And, you know, I was, first of all, I thank God because they was checking for like narcolepsies, epilepsy, seizures, all the cases above, which I thank God that it was none of that. And, he was like, um, he wanted me to keep a sleep diary throughout the, until three months, until I seen him back in three months to just, you know, to track my sleep and just to get more data on what's going on with me. When I tell you, he said, you know, he recommended me to sleep 10 hours a day instead of seven hours a day and don't have any naps throughout the, throughout the day. And when I'm, t and we gonna fast forward because in, when I went to church last Sunday, my pastor, I go to Leonard Missionary Baptist Church. That is off 1100 North Compton, St. Louis, MO, 61006. I recommend come down. You know what I'm saying? And my pastor, great pastor, amazing pastor, you know, he was talking about sacrifice. Where's the sacrifice? And one thing I got out of that was, you know, we in a position with God, we got to sacrifice some things. God's going to make us sacrifice the things that we, you know, we felt like that was that was comfortable to us in order to be in a position with God and to be stronger in God and to be what he said to show God through us. But it requires sacrifices. It requires you to deny yourself and just bringing that into my situation. You know, now that I sleep 10 hours a day, I have to sacrifice, you know what I'm saying, some things that I feel like, you know what I'm saying, like naps. I got to sacrifice naps. When I tell you that was hard, let me tell you something. When I sacrificed those naps because it felt comfortable to sleep and when I, when I start sleeping 10 hours a day, that means I sleep from 9.15, 9.15, 9.45 to 7.15, 7.45. Um, sometimes I have to go a little bit early because depending on the situation. When I tell you from that point on, my sleep paralysis didn't, it went away. I start sleeping 10 hours a day. My sleep paralysis, I had not, it's been almost a week. I have not had not one lick of sleep paralysis. When I tell you, I was just thanking God, y'all. I had to sacrifice some some things in my life in order to get to the position God wants me to get in my life. I had to sacrifice some things in order to be in a position in obedience with God and to, for him to bring in the blessings and the prayers he have for us. So sometimes we want to get to that prayer. We've been praying and asking for healing. Sometimes it requires sacrifices. For me, it requires me to, first of all, do things earlier in the day. And second of all, eliminate things that's, that surrounds my time to go to sleep. And I have to sleep early. I have to sacrifice. I have to get off of, you know, like I like playing video games, but when it hits 9.15, I 
have to get off in order for me to be in the be in the blessings of God and be in the position that God puts me in. So I want to let you know that to wrap in with T, when we want to represent Christ as Christians, it does require sacrifice. It does require denying yourself of some things in order to get to what God wants you to be in, what God wants to put you in, the place he wants you to put you in, the levels he wants you to put you in. And just know that God, when you say, God, I need your healing, he's going to, he's going to get you your healing. It requires some times. Like I said, it took me years to get to this place but I got here because I remember back then I'm like I don't want to I just want these to go away I need you I'm telling you never been a week in my life have I never had a sleep that I had that I never went without sleep paralysis but this week because I listened to what God wants me to do of course through him talking through doctors and all that situation also requires a life change God's going to put you in positions to change your life but it requires you to sacrifice and that's one thing you know I got when Pastor Stebo he was he was preaching about that you know I just want to thank God remember to rejoice and worship God when he puts you in a position of a blessing and in the prayer you've been asking I pray and I hope that from these two testimonies that you know you take a nugget and you you run with it and you go to God about it and pray to God what what to do next what do you want me to what sacrifice what do you want me to do in order to be in this position how do how should I represent you so others can see you so they could be influenced to know you wrapping this all up let's close our eyes let's bow our heads let's go into prayer dear heavenly father we want to thank you for this position to be able to hear your word to hear your glory to see your glory through us in each and every one holy father i pray for each person to who listen to this to grab onto what they need and to come to you and to transform themselves let them be transformed by the renewal of their minds through you father and i pray that these both our testimony plants a seed in each one and i hope they have a blessed day bring them protection provide for them that they be in the position to where they know what you want them to do next in jesus heavenly name amen god bless y'all have a beautiful day and we'll see y'all in the next testimony tuesday